They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Combini Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we talk hot box fried chicken, Japanese drinking culture, mochi mochi, wadabi mochi, refreshing summer drinks, t-shirts, and a convenience store hero. Now, let's head over to the Konbini. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Doing great, uh, as always, now that we're talking Konbini. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Me too. I um, To be honest, I this week I was a little bit, I was off the grid. And uh, mm. last night I uh, jumped on um, Twitter to see what was going mm. on in the Combini world. And holy moly, my scroll bar, it was, it was on fire. I was opening up so many tabs. I maxed out on Chrome. I had to open up Safari. There's just <laughs> so much going on. Um, and so I was just super pumped to get on here and talk with you. Yeah, same here. I know we were going back and forth last night, just a flurry of text messages with all the exciting new products coming out um, that uh, we're going to try to get to as many as we can today. But yeah, I think, you know, summer's kicking in, a new season's coming on board, and the Konbini is responding with a slew of fantastic new items. It is really exciting. So yeah, last week we we made it to episode 10, and... um, And we had a blowout, of course. And uh, but this week, you know, we're back to just doing what we do, and uh, that brings us to our uh, one of our staple sections. And I'm talking about the Chicky Wars. Mm. So some new action going on in the fried chicken section at the Combini. And Matt, I'm I don't know if you saw this, but uh, we have a new three part series coming out of Family Mart. Yeah, I got it pulled up on screen here, Mike. And God, I wish my monitor had scratch sniff technology because <laughs> these three Fami chickies look absolutely outstanding. Actually, I'll say two out of the three. These are all limited edition two-week runs, just a classic strategy out of the Konbini. Uh First one, uh, big Fami chicky kind of uh you know we exposed that as a bit of a fraudulent item a few Mm. weeks ago so i'm gonna gloss over that guy and jump right into the karamucho spicy flavor fami chicky now um mike what 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 is can you tell our listeners a little bit what is karamucho karamucho it's a um hot and spicy um Mm. Uh, salty snack that's kind of in these small little strips. Um, I don't want to give the wrong impression because, you know, one of my favorite snacks in the Kamini world of America is uh, hot fries, Andy Capps hot fries. And, um, <laughs> but they're, you know, maybe similar sort of uh, items. So this thing, as with the Kaki P uh, Fami Chiki, they have the Karamucho embedded into the skin of the family chicky. Yeah, it, it looks like a it looks like a rice cracker grenade went off, and this thing is just riddled with with frags, just <laughs> sh- shrapnel, you know. And it's got that steam coming off it. I haven't been this excited about a new product since Steve Jobs announced the iPhone in two thousand and seven. <laughs> this it's got spicy, salty, juicy family chicky. 
My goodness, that looks outstanding. Wish I could get my hands on that for sure. Yeah, I'm going to have to go um, and grab it because, as you're saying, each of these is two weeks. Um, the big family chicken actually is already over. So, hey, so, you know, no big loss. Um, but right now, from the 16th, is that we have this Caramucho uh, flavor. And then rounding out the three-part series, starting on June 30th, the family chicken garlic flavor. Man, this too just looks like an outstanding product it it looks like it has so much garlic it almost looks like it's a little bit it almost has kind of a almost like it's it's rotting a little bit you know it's got uh it doesn't look quite fresh that's how much garlic it looks like they've pumped into this thing and knowing what they do with that juice you know they just pump in the hose and jack it up full of juice they're probably doing the same thing using kind of ron pope peels injection tools stuffing clove after clove of garlic in this thing and man i can't i can't even imagine what a bite into that boy must be like watch out yeah, I and don't, you know, do it, don't bite one before a date or before an important, mm. you know, work uh, related <laughs> appointment. Um, yeah, super pumped about these three items and, and interested. In, I, I wonder if there's going to be a new trend we're going to see in the future. This is the second um, sort of salty snack chip like thing that they have embedded into the uh, the family chicken. So in the future, maybe we're going to be seeing some new chip salty snack collabo items from the family chicken. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it's a great idea. Uh, it gives that extra crunchy texture to it. And as you found out with the kakapi, it's uh, it's it's fantastic. So I agree. Hope we see more of this down the road. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, next up. So last week, we took a deep dive into alcohol at the Konbini. And mm. uh, in hindsight, we probably bit off more than we could chew. There's just yeah. a lot to dive in yeah. there. And um you know, a topic we wanted to get into but ran out of time was just basic Japanese drinking culture. Mm. And, uh, you know, it is important to understand this because it is a big part of Japanese culture. And, um, you know, Mike, you and I, we, we, we lived there for some time. You still live there. I've been living there for, gosh, 12 years. So you probably know better than anybody what this is all about. But um, I tried to think, you know, what what is a Japanese drinking culture like? And, um, you know, there are certain parts of Japanese culture that are either off or on to the max. <laughs> there's no there's no real in between. Right. And uh, there's a there's a good podcast out there. It's called uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. And he describes the Japanese people as just like any other people, except more. And the, the example he uses is, is uh, gardening. You know, you, you and I might go out you know, spend some time mowing the lawn, trimming some hedges, work up a good sweat, feel like we've done a good piece of work. Then we look at a Japanese garden and realize that uh, we've done absolutely nothing. (laughs) You know, they just turn it up to a level that nobody is even thinking is possible. And, um, you know, uh, something called a nomikai, Mm. A, a drinking party with your coworkers um, or an enkai that that's that's a situation where they're turning it up to the max and it's yep. it's it's either on the max or totally off and you just gotta buckle in strap in and hang on tight because you know when when you're when you've had cup after cup of sake beer after beer strong zero and you can't take it anymore that's when you know the night is halfway over. <laughs> 
that's the halfway point. You know, when your coworker is slurring speech, telling you weird stories, you kind of understand, but don't really, and you just can't take it anymore. That's when you're halfway through the evening and it's going to end up in one of three places. It's going to end up, uh, you know, at a karaoke bar where you mm-hmm. maybe puking your guts out. Yep. You may end up at a ramen joint because mm. nothing settles your stomach like uh, half a pound of melted pork fat. <laughs> or if you're really lucky, you'll wind up at the Kanbini, that, that shining beacon where you go in and you settle your stomach with a fami chicky, a nikuman, and maybe an American dog and for the morning after, you grab your uh, your your medicinal product, the ukon no chikara, as you described, goes straight to the liver right to in. jack you right up and uh, get you ready for the next morning. So yeah, um, that's uh, that's enkai. That's 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 what uh, that's all about. Yeah, yeah, and as you know, um, in the states, you know, I think recently in the past couple of decades, I think maybe in the past, America had a maybe similar sort of thing where you'd go out and drink and like hard drinking was a, was a big deal. But, but like you said, like you're, you're totally wasted and you're halfway through the night because, (laughs) you know, I was thinking, um, you know, with my friends, a lot of times, like, they're not like, Hey, you want to hang out? You want to do something? It's always like, Hey, you want to go drinking? Yeah. And that's the, um, that's pretty much means like socialize. And like you said, it involves like really hard drinking and long drinking. I've, I've sat at the same restaurant from like 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. just drinking. And, you know, um, I, you know, there's a lot of reasons for it. But, um, you know, of course, in business, uh, people are very serious and take their jobs very seriously and work very hard. And so the the drinking is like the the relaxing, like the uh, the glue that sort of like holds the the days together. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think that, uh, Japan has its share of, uh, problem drinkers and I know a fair share of them as well. You know, it's not uncommon to talk to someone and you're just like, do you drink? And they're like, yeah, you know, I drink like three beers a night, which, you know, like in Japan, this really wouldn't be that straight. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But like, (laughs) you know, every single night, um, but uh, like you said, I'm, I'm glad that you tied in the kombini because, yeah, it's very common. I'll, I've had many an experience. You're out. You have the nomikai mm. at night when you can barely stand. Maybe you've been in a restaurant for like 24 hours. <laughs> and by the way, you know, you can't drive. So you call a daiko and a daiko is a service that comes and they drive, pick up your car. Someone drives your car and the other person drives you. One home. of the greatest services of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, and Daikos are great because, you know, like you were saying, one of the places you end up at the Kambini. And, um, yeah, I've had uh, <laughs> Daiko stop at a Kambini so my friend and I <laughs> could go in, get a strong zero, drink it outside of the Kambini, and then, like, hop back in and take us home. So, um it's a, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's quite a culture and, um, but you should be warned, although it's changed different. It's different now, you know, um, I think it's, it's cooling down a little bit, but, um, you know, you might be in for some, some heavy drinking nights. Uh, so, uh, just keep that in mind when you come to Japan. Yes. Buckle in. It's going to be a long evening, especially if you're out with some coworkers. 
Yeah. All right. So yeah, I hope that gave our listeners sort of a, a sort of a view into sort of the drinking culture in Japan. Yeah. Well, I guess we should, we could touch on it more a little bit in future episodes because uh, there is a lot to d- talk about. Yeah. Okay. So last week, you know, this is one thing that people were hitting me up. They said, "Hey, where was the spicy commentator?" Mm. And uh, yeah, she took the week off, but um, <laughs> this week, you know, we're talking about, we gave a little insight into Japanese culture. And so she actually picked up a traditional Japanese suite mm. that she had a review for. So let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. This time I'll introduce a traditional Japanese sweets. It's mochi mochi warabi mochi from 7-Eleven. In English, jelly in kinako. It costs 149 yen. Kinako is a sweet soy powder. The mochi mochi warabi mochi is really soft and has a brown sugar flavor. Also, it has lots of kinako. I love it. It is four stars. See you next week. Mm. Wow. Uh, not just a, an enthusiastic review from my my there, four out of five stars, but an informative one. I actually learned uh, something there. Kinako, which for whatever reason, I always thought was mushroom based. Um, I have mm-hmm. no idea mm-hmm. why, uh, but it's a, it's a soy powder i guess huh yeah yeah sweet soy powder i i didn't know that as well that was uh interesting another four star wow coming out of 7-eleven as well you know lawson is the king but um 7-eleven with the four stars very interesting in a traditional suite this week um the warabi mochi that is a classic there mochi of course being pounded uh sticky rice it's not, I, I I actually checked this as well. It's not actually mochi. It's mochi mochi warabi mochi. <laughs> I forget what the name is, but it, it isn't actually mochi. It's a, it's jelly covered with kinako. Oh. So the name is the name is mochi mochi. So I just didn't want to. Mochi mochi because of the texture. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Well, thanks for the correction there. Okay. So jelly covered with kinako which Maimai explained very clearly in her review. I need to pay closer <laughs> attention to our sweets expert. Thank you, Maimai, and great to have you back this week. Okay, um, so uh, on to some new items here. You know, as we said at the top of the episode, it's summer, and mm. the Konbini is responding. Actually, there are few hotter places in the world than Japan in summertime. It is absolutely horrible. Yes. You walk outside and you're instantly covered in sweat. And so uh, the Konbini is here to help with a couple of new items. First from Asahi, we have the Clear Cooler Strong. Mm. Um, Yeah, kind of sticking with the alcohol theme here. This is a canned cocktail. And I got to say, this does look cool and refreshing. It is... A mango pineapple blend. Ooh, 9% Ooh. too. That'll put you down. That'll put you down. Yes, Watch out. that will. Ooh, that looks really good. Yeah, I could just see you're out in the hot sun. You're almost about to die. And <laughs> then you just pop the lid of this and just brings you back. I'll tell you what, that looks like something you could crack open after doing a couple laps around the track. You know, it just <laughs> has that kind of 
refreshing look that it's just and it has strong right on the right on the front there so you know it's that's that's probably for athletes and party goers alike right there <laughs> outstanding product yeah and from 7-eleven so this is a uh <laughs> this is a specific to 7-eleven so if you're looking to get your hands on the clear cooler strong uh you know part uh sports drink part alcohol you know uh you know where to go and then uh, similarly, maybe even more exciting than that. Actually, I'm going to say it, it decidedly is more exciting. This is not mm. a loss. And this is mm. the Machi Cafe Frozen Party Soda Shocking Punk Flavored Soda. This, mm. man, this just looks, um, man, if you, could, if you could turn a coloring book into a frozen beverage, this is what it would look like. It's, uh, <laughs> it's got the famous Lamune Soda in it, uh, mm-hmm. along with some milk cream, which I think is whipped cream, and then topped off with some sliced dragon fruit. Looks damn good. Yeah, this is, um, again, like, I think if I could recommend something to pair it with, it would be that item we just we just introduced, the Acai Clear Cooler Strong. You get these two things on a hot summer day, you're going to pre- you're gonna have to watch your body temperature. You're probably going to be down to, you know, 70, 60 degrees. This is a cool blast, both of these things, and perfect for the summer. What a great idea, actually. You know, I... I know we were we were on Twitter a lot yesterday, and we saw mm. this fantastic video of making a cocktail in a cool glass, mixing products. I wonder if you took that that Asahi oh, canned cocktail oh, oh, and poured oh. it over the top of the shocking punk soda. Oh my mm. goodness! That is an idea right there. Maybe that's what we we're gonna have to try that out. Maybe we we'll have to we'll have to try to make it ourselves. My goodness and again like you said i'm starting to feel a little bit cooler just imagining <laughs> that combo slurping yeah. that combo down yeah way to cool off i again you know sort of hands up hats off to the to the conbini here uh, sun's out but they're here to help all right so um it's that time of the podcast that we like to call the mailbag <laughs> Yeah, and it's been a busy week with our fans communicating with us across a variety of platforms. Uh, First up, uh, we do have a new review here in the podcast store. This from our friend Flappiest Pappy. He writes, wow, another entertaining episode. Can't wait to buy some of these drinks next time at 7-Eleven. Do they have any cans of scotch on the rocks? And Mm. if I remember correctly... A thousand yen is equal to about ten dollars. Hope Abe is feeling better. Five stars. Five stars. Wow! Thanks for that five star review, Dad. Um, as for the um, scotch in a can, well, no, they they don't have that, but they do have highballs in a can. Yeah, which we didn't actually talk about in yesterday's episode. I suppose it fits in the canned cocktail category, but highball is treated differently. It's actually separate from the canned cocktails in the cooler. Mm -hmm. And they usually have about two rows. Again, they're all exactly the same, um, (laughs) but they have about eight different versions of it. Yeah. So thanks for that review. Um, Anything else in the mailbag? Yes. uh, From another new listener, this is from Thalia. She texted yesterday saying um, she listened to our our top three items episode and she writes, I want one of the soft buns with meat inside. 
Oh, yeah. You're damn right you do. Oh, <laughs> man, those are good. And um, she actually had a question about canned coffee. She didn't quite understand it, and uh, I, I get it, uh, but it's it's hard to understand because it's so literal. It, it is a can mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. coffee. It's a can, and there's coffee inside the can. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, and they're about um, how many ounces would you say? They're they're pretty small. They're like uh, five ounces, maybe. Yeah, five ounces, something like that. Uh, just a little quick little shot that you can uh, grab there at the Combini. Yeah, and then from Brian, he writes uh, hysterical, and he wants oh. to hear our take on other people's reviews of Fami Chicky. Uh, Brian, you're in luck because yeah. we kind of hit the mother load this morning in doing some research. Uh, you'll be hearing all about that next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Please stay tuned. We, we're going to get into that subject. Just a quick preview. Mike's head almost exploded while we were <laughs> reading these reviews. I could, I could feel the rage boiling up inside him. I, too, felt it. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hot one next. Uh, we're gonna need these uh, the Asahi Clear Cooler Strong and the Frozen Party Soda, and you know we're talking about tra- traditional Japanese culture. We might even need a, a bell to you know like keep cool in the summer. This is gonna be um, it's gonna be hot. So uh, but uh, so one more uh, thing in the uh, the mailbag. So as you noticed recently, our music has been getting better, and that's thanks to my uncle Andy. Uh, who has brought us with a new track. Uh, so stay tuned until the end. Uh, Uncle Andy has uh, provided us with a track for the closing, and it's awesome. So uh, thanks so much, Uncle Andy and Aunt Karen. I love you all, and uh, talk to you again soon. Yeah, thank you. All right, Matt. Well, um, you know where we're heading next. We are heading to the Combini News, and goodness gracious, we have got a really interesting development in the world of the Kambini. Um, So, yes, what I am talking about. As we said, Family Mart is joining together with Karamucho to make the Karamucho Family Chiki. But that's not it. They're also making their own T-shirts <laughs> themed around the Family Chiki Karamucho. And that's not all. Lawson as well oh, is boy. getting into this t-shirt game with their lemon sour squad t-shirt that they're making so ladies and gentlemen we are not only looking at a chicky war we are looking at a t-shirt war so matt i know that you're one of the the foremost consumers of (laughs) t-shirts your facebook feed has uh has told us um what do you think about this development yeah, you know, I guess I was a little bit confused by it the first time I saw the Lemon Squad Sour t-shirt, uh, but then it all clicked when I saw the Chicky Karamucho t-shirt, and I just thought, yes, absolutely. Uh, who wouldn't want to walk out dressed like a spicy Karamucho Chicky, complete, by the way, with yellow suspenders? Um <laughs> Just to show what team you're on, because uh, let's face it, uh, this is this is a battle here amongst the Konbini, and you want to show which army you're on, and here's the way you do it. You got your uniform. You can either walk around dressed uh, covered in lemons, 
It's kind of like a bad Hawaiian shirt. Or they actually have two versions, by the way. There are two versions of this. So in case you don't like the Hawaiian style, you could just get the plain yellow with the Lemon Sour Squad words written across the front. Or again, you could dress like a fried chicken with a bow tie and suspenders. Uh, If it were me, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer. It's the Fami Chicky all the way. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, you know, I appreciate Lawson trying to fight, you know, Lawson and Family Mart. I mean, not just those two battlegrounds. They've also got the, you know, the Poke Chicky and the Cardage uh, Kun. You know, I'd say it's a tie right now. You know, on two fronts, you got one side winning one, one side and winning the other. Who's going to take the t-shirt title? I don't know. We're just going to have to keep our eyes on it and just hope that 7-Eleven doesn't jump in there. Cause then phew, I don't even know what would happen, man. You might have, uh, you might have uh, fights in the street. You know, if the lemon sour <laughs> squad ever met up with the Karamucho and who knows what could get underway there, but uh, yeah, exciting development. I'll be very interested, interested to see where this goes uh, moving forward here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to keep an eye on it. Uh, also, um, in convening news, we have yet another hero um, that we want to that we want to highlight here. We've done this a couple of times. Convening store franchise owners who are just doing amazing things for their communities. And this week, uh, from Saitama Prefecture at a 7-Eleven, we have Kawaguchi Tetsuya, a 40-year-old manager who saved an elderly man from a wiring money scam. Uh, Mm. An elderly gentleman was uh, trying to wire money to somebody on the phone. The manager overheard the conversation. Uh, He heard that the gentleman on the other end was asking for some Amazon gift cards, a classic way to scam people out of money. And Mr. Kawaguchi stepped in and said, no, sir, not on my watch. Mm. Wow. Yes. um, This this will be our third hero. We just I'm I you can't see me, but I'm saluting you right now. We are saluting you and thanking you for protecting your community yeah, Japan, you know, it's still uh, it's still a cash-based society. There's a lot of tra- wire transfers, which opens up people to a lot of uh, fraud. And so um, I'm just really just so glad that this, uh, this Mr. Kawaguchi stepped in, did the right thing, and protected his patron. And actually, the local police recognized him with an award. And so it's good to see that it's not just the Konbini boys recognizing this gentleman, but the local police police as well thank you sir and uh all right well matt i i I think that wraps us up for the week so so as always uh remember to share our podcast with your friends and your family uh give us a rating on one of the podcast apps and definitely check us out on twitter and facebook both at the Kambini boys and if you have a Kambini memory Feel free to give a call to our uh, number, 617-453-8207, and leave us your convening memory, and we'll be sure to share it on the podcast. Uh, So, yeah, I guess that wraps us up for the week. Thank you, everybody. And, uh, Matt, I guess I'll see you at the convening. I'll see you at the convening. See ya. See ya.